This says Lou Zan, but it's the intro. I'm a zombie! I've been bitten! You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. You fucked up, Lou. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Alright, let's do a show. Let's do a show. Come get your love. Lou knows why that song's awesome. I know it's from the movie. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Hom nom nom. Oh no, now I'm a zombie. You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Yeah, there's death there. Listen like your life depends on it. Broadcasting to you alive from... The Zamp something or other. The newly fortified either Zamp Fortress or Zamp Command Center. You at home decide. I am Bob Fournier, and joining me as always, my co-hostess with the mostest. Even closer to me now. (laughs) Um, Yep. The busy zombie lord himself, Lou Page. Howdy. So, after last week's episode, I've decided we need to see more movies where people shoot green fluorescent fluid into dead bodies. Because yeah, that's I mean, really weird. That's where Wait, it's at. Is that what the poll for August movies is going to be focused around? Just movie zombie movies featuring green goop? No. Can we do speaking a Nickelodeon of, movie thing? Speaking of green goop, mm. that voice could only be one one man mm-hmm. in a world of Canada. It's Ryan Murphy. Well, that's true. I mean, as a Canadian, most of our uh, our food is green goop based. Yeah, that's like called poutine or something like that, isn't it? Well, yeah, technical term. <laughs> poutine uh, directly translates to green goop of the fry <laughs> nature. Yeah, I mean that's that's got to be it. What else? Why would you call it Putin? Poutine? What is it called? <laughs> <laughs> isn't, he, isn't he something? Some guy in Russia, right? Yeah, that is definitely not a delicious version of food. The uh, many people would disagree with that statement. No, I said Putin, which is French for poutine. Putin. Poutine. It's just a lot easier for English people to say French words incorrectly. So they just call it poutine. Uh, yes, they do. I know. There is, is a there is a fancy restaurant around the corner from me, and that's one of their specialties is they serve poutine. <laughs> Vladimir mm. Putin? <laughs> yeah. You go to that's Russia, bad. I'd like a Putin with uh, extra <laughs> gravy and uh, curds. Curds? Could you imagine just they give you like a like, – they try to make Putin – face and i don't know it's just, it'd be weird then you're like well, eating your benevolent leader and it's kind of like this is kind of wrong i feel like ryan ryan what ryan no zombies it was coming no. full circle oh okay zombies yes yeah, okay i was gonna say that you're on the wrong show man you're on the yeah. wrong show you go go to your canadian show oh. so last week we watched a movie it was called reanimator hopefully you guys all watched it too and we apologize for <laughs> making you watch it we didn't get a lot. We didn't get anybody right in saying that they watched it with the commentary. I'd be interested to see um, 
what people's uh, experience was like and then if there's anything we need to change for next time to make it easier for you let us know. yeah let us know i mean if it worked for you guys or if it was too confusing because it was a little confusing for us too i think i know people downloaded it so i need to hear what you guys what you guys thought <laughs> i know yeah. you i know you listened to it <laughs> yeah i well we i don't know they know. listened to it <laughs> we definitely know that bleh, bleh. damn it <laughs> tongue tied steam sale uh, we, yeah <laughs> but no we, we want to know what you guys think and it was definitely a, an interesting experience for us because that was not the episode we had planned um thanks to netflix we had to kind of improvise last minute so i think netflix is just a big fan of the show and they really wanted us to watch reanimator but they felt like it would be kind of biased to vote so they just rigged it seriously yeah well Speaking of interesting, this show is going to be interesting because a little thing happened over in California uh, last week. Uh, two it? weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, it's been. It um, feels like forever ago. I know. Have we? Who are you guys? <laughs> I don't know. Do we do a show together? So they, they little San Diego Comic Con came out, but um, our show tonight is going to be mostly, if not all, allly, fully completely. news. <laughs> completely. Thank you. You complete me. I know. Um, so without any further ado, I have thunderstorms coming in, or they're already here, and they're going to be on their way to Lou's house pretty soon. So let's get right into this. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions, and then is spreading rapidly. Michael from Lost is still pretty much a badass. Good. Very good. Sci-Fi Z Nation official trailer gets announced. Or not announced, but videoed, released, um, released. Maybe words, you're, Man, you're doing hot. Maybe that, maybe that second cider wasn't a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not sold on this. No, it looked pretty intense on the trailer. I'm not sold on it. Um, it looks okay, but it is produced by the Asylum, and there's some dialogue in this that's said, and it feels like it was like a one take. Quick, they said the dialogue. Let's save it and move on to the next cl- next scene. And you're like, wait. Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan of uh, Walt's father when it comes to TV. <laughs> Wasn't he in 28 Days Later as well? Was he? I think he was. He was the helicopter dude. No, was he? 28 Weeks so. Later, you mean? Twenty. Yeah, sorry, 28 Weeks Later. He Maybe. may have been. I think he was. I, I mean, I'll have to look it up. But I, I, I watch this trailer and I see sort of like the goofy side of zombies uh, yeah, on that TV. Was, that was kind of my thought when I saw this is, I don't know, just the acting looks like they're not fully sold. Like, I don't know. Some of the facial expressions in the trailer look like they were fighting back laughter. Well, here's the thing, though. And the, the the dog agrees. Yeah, I know. Can you, As, you, you Asylum <laughs> did Sharknado? I don't know what you guys are worried about. <laughs> I have not seen Sharknado, and what? I've never seen it. Someone explained to me that Sharknado is a parody. So does that mean like it's bad on purpose? Yes. So yes. maybe the Asylum but, isn't that bad? No, no, no. See, you have to understand. Sharknado is a parody of films that they make. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Then no, yeah, Asylum, this is going to be terrible. Like if you if you've watched the Sci-Fi Channel at all, you've seen things like Cobra versus Python, my favorite. You know, Croczilla, and you're like, second favorite. What? Mm-hmm. And then 
what they did was they decided to make one that was intentionally stupid and call it Sharknado. But it got so popular, man. <laughs> I don't know why it's popular. And anybody I know that's seen it basically has told me it's total crap. Oh, it's and crap. It was, and it was the worst thing that they've ever watched in their entire life. The zombies wrong, crap, don't look too good. bad, do they? Do you think? No, I mean, everything looks decent. On everything, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Sci-fi, like, Sci-Fi Channel has really kicked it up a notch when it comes to their made-for-TV movies or TV shows. Um, well, I'd give, I, I would say that, yes, they have with their shows, but I don't know. I'm just not sold on this yet. Uh, yeah. I have to see an episode. I agree. I'm, I'm there with you, Lou, in the sense that I'm not completely sold, but I don't think we lose anything by checking out the first episode and seeing what it's no, like. I, I, definitely. I'm yeah. going to watch it as soon as it comes out. But, but this, isn't, this isn't The Walking Dead, and they're not trying to be, but even then, like... You don't have to try to be The Walking Dead. Just because you're not trying to be The Walking Dead doesn't excuse a bad series. And I really hope it lives up to zombie fans' expectations. But if it just ends up being, like, the equivalent to a lot of, like, the zombie movies that, you know, we enjoy day in, day out of, like, the campy sort of, like, B-horror type stuff, then is it really that bad? Like, no, it's not. People no, it's love not that, that stuff. Bad, but but... But is it something you want, I guess, is the best But is it question. something that we're going to enjoy 13 episodes of? Or is it something that I'm going to watch, like, the first three episodes, maybe get a couple laughs, and then go, okay, I'm done? That's a good That's, point. I guess you don't really want to watch 13 hours Diary of the Dead version. Oof. Yeah. Don't say it like kinda, that. That's <laughs> no, kind of what I'm worried it. about. I, I can understand that. Yeah, okay. I, I see your point. Well, I'm just happy that Michael from Lost got off of that dead island. Oh. See what I did there? I mean, that's a spoiler, kind of, really, when you think oh. about it. Oh, spoiler. Now it's a spoiler, now that I pointed it out. It's a spoiler. <laughs> you just wrote it. Yes, it, it is. Us. Yeah. So, Dead Island, guys. <clears throat> what, the guys? The coming. Oh. The movie. Again? <laughs> can, can, can I just say? No. Deep Silver is the master of hype machines. <laughs> they really are. Because, <laughs> let's be honest, Dead Island is a decent game, mm-hmm. but that plot is crap. I, you know, it's funny, like, it, I really wonder where where we get our, like, in my mind, and cor- correct me because I'm sure I'm wrong, but in my mind, like, the high end of zombie stories, like, what do you have? Walking Dead, maybe twenty-eight days and late and weeks later. Like, what else is there? The original Night of the Living Dead. Okay, yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll, see, I'll give okay, you that. You you have not seen the original trilogy. I've, I don't yeah, believe Brian. I've seen the Mall one, and I've seen the remake that they did of the Mall one. <laughs> but uh, no, I've not seen the original trilogy, and yeah, if that's if that's up there, I'll I'd gladly add that to the list. But you know, like. I, I I wonder. I think that they could do something interesting with the story. Um, they can. They. I mean, they can. They. There's. There is potential. If as long as you don't follow the Dead Island they, story. Well, they, zombie they, outbreak on a on an island resort sounds like an interesting concept because what are some of the one the some of the places that people say they want to go to on a zombie when a zombie apocalypse hits and it's an island like go to an island. You know, make sure it's it's there's no there's no zombies there and survive. And I think this is, you know, interesting in the sense that they like, look at Dead Island as, you know, the um, it's a movie about 
an island overrun, you're on a resort, you find a band of survivors, and you stick together, and you're trying to, like, escape the island. And I think that's a pretty decent setup. It is a decent setup, but whenever anybody says that there is a uh, zombie outbreak on a tropical island resort, my first thought is always that crappy Uwe Boll movie, House of the Dead. House of the Dead, yeah, yeah. That was based on a video game that he decided he didn't like the game, so he wanted to just make an action movie, so that's what the movie is. Huh. It's it, it's possible. It's terrible. It's the worst piece of garbage you left. Because we didn't watch that. No, I mean, I think really I've so. seen that, and you're right. It is terrible, and it is based on an island. And oh no, yeah. my favorite part about that movie is when you watched House of the Dead. There's a scene where in the actual action sequence, the dude has a shotgun, uh-huh. and then it cuts to like one of those Matrix rotation around the guy shots. And instead, he has a pistol. And it's in the same scene. And you're like, where did the shotgun go? Why does he now have a pistol? Where did the shotgun go? I think the difference here is that Deep Silver has more money than Sega. And we're going to get a better director than Uwe Boll. Like, I'm pretty confident that, like, when you look at, we we make fun of Dead Island as a franchise. And and that Deep Silver is kind of like mining it. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I really do think (laughs) that. Deep Silver cares about this franchise and the gamers care about the franchise or else it wouldn't be doing so well. Um, and I think that Deep Silver looks at this as an opportunity to expand on Dead Island outside of another game. Yeah. And I, I, zombie I, I, movies I, I, are a hit. Like People love... Like Look at uh, World War Z. Like People shit all over that and it actually did pretty well for itself. Like The fans shit all over it. Like, they just really didn't like it. Yeah. The critics, I think, were mixed, but I ended up enjoying it, and I, I welcome more zombie content. If it has to be based on a video game, so be it. Well, I think there's also a thing of, like, yeah, we know zombies are mainstream, and we know you guys are worried about a movie, because you know people are already hyping it up there about how bad it could be. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a, a pressure on them to do something pretty well, you know? Oh, yeah. I no, mean, I mean, I definitely hope... I'm not saying it, I'm a, that... I hope it does bad. I actually hope it does well. I just, I got to see a trailer before I have any expectations. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I really don't, I'm not sure what to expect, but I'm I'm expecting at least a decent movie. And um, I I think, uh, I, you know, when was the last song? What was the last zombie movie to come out in theaters? Like, we, we get maybe you? one a year. Like when you really look at it, like zombie movies released in theater, big budget, mainstream films, we get maybe one a year. We were getting more than that, but it seems like in the past year or two, I think their popularity, The Walking Dead is definitely yeah, really popular, the, but I think the movies aren't necessarily. I think The Walking Dead just owns it. Like there's yeah. people are kind of like, do we really need to make a movie? <laughs> they're going to like, can we they're gonna compare it to The Walking Dead, so it's not like it's going to be an easy sell, you know? That's true. I agree with that. Speaking of Walking Dead, guys, something I'm actually, and I don't know if I'm alone in this, something I'm really, really excited about, Resident Evil, the first one, is getting remastered again. (laughs) Again, eh? Uh, Because it was remastered for the GameCube, I believe, way back in the day, right? That's what this Mm -hmm. is going to be. And that... uh that GameCube version was remastered 
three years ago mm-hmm. for the Wii. Right. Wait, was again. It? Yes. Yeah. But now but it was a very limited run. In 2015, though, guys, we're going to get it remastered for digital again. download again <laughs> based on the 2002 GameCube remake 1080p for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Other consoles will get the 720p. Oh, my God. It's the first Resident Evil. <laughs> it's the best um, Resident Evil, in my opinion. I, I'm going to make a promise to all the Zamp listeners out there. Sure. When this, when this comes out in 2015, I will stream this, and I will put it on the YouTube channel. Cool. Um, I am very excited about this. You know why I'm excited about it, though? Why? It gives you the option to play with the funky, worst controls of all time. <laughs> really? And I'm, and I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I, you know, you I the that. GameCube version was a version that I was probably the first Resident Evil game I was truly excited for. I had played one on the PlayStation and my cousins. I had played two. I rented two on the N64. Yeah. Never played three, but the remake I, you know, reserved. I got my Stars hat. I still have it. It's in the closet yeah. for pre-ordering. And I played the crap out of this and loved it to death. And I will definitely pick it up on PS4 and play I through th- it again. I think we talked about it like in one of our first episodes, but I was... Um, mm-hmm. Zom Memories. I'll Zom always Memories. remember that title because it's Zom so Memories. awesome. Yeah, that's the word. That's the word. word. Right. I was gonna, <laughs> you thought I was going to say awful, but you know what? <laughs> well, I just remember like being in line, buying that game with my mom at the time because I wasn't even old enough to, to play Res- Resident Evil. I know That's a good that. point. I wonder how I... I think my mom had that, to buy it. That makes me feel old. <laughs> sorry. But anyway, sorry. I'm Lou. the only one that could probably legally buy it at the time. Lou, Lou bought it for me. <laughs> oh, two? Uh, I just remember... What was it for? I think it was Sega CD back then. Oh, 96. And, yeah. And I just remember just playing it and playing it and playing it. And, like, I want to play it again on those funky controls because I feel like... When you go back in time and you're like, I did this back when it was like almost friggin' impossible because of these stupid controls, hmm. you feel accomplished for it, you know? Like, cause like way back, cause you can almost compare it. Like, hey, back in my day, I had to beat Resident Evil. <laughs> like, th- those were some controls. Okay. And, uh, now, yeah. Ahead. So they're they're changing up controls. They're changing up. They're doing like camera changes as well, rather than the yep. fixed angles. Now I have a question for you guys, and stow the uh, the I don't care line just just this once for me. How do you feel about it not coming out on Wii U when this was released on GameCube to begin with? Like, does that not seem like a bit of a? I know Capcom's not doing so hot, and they probably can't afford to port it to the Wii U, but I still think like it's a missed opportunity to kind of put it out there on on a Nintendo platform when the remake was popularized um, on. Um, I don't, I don't care. I know you don't. Well, it, it, it doesn't bother me. I know you're the. I know you guys both have Wii U's, and it would be awesome if it was coming to that system. Mm-hmm. But I think Capcom has to make a. They're already hurting mm-hmm. uh, financially. I know that earlier this year there was talk where they said, "Hey, does anybody want to buy us?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, like I it, yeah. So. I mean, I think the fact that we're even getting this is impressive. Um, it's nice. I, it's it's good. Uh, it's it's a good Zom memory, I guess you could say. I think they need something that's going to make them money, and I'm pretty sure that they know that this will make them money. Yeah. Yeah, they're not 
They're not stupid, but I... They got my money already. Uh, I'm excited about it. I just... I don't want to play it on PC, you know? I just want to sit there and just... Mm, yeah. Resident Evil uh, 1. I, w- I, I don't think I'd pick it up on Wii U, even if it was available on Wii U. So what are you... <laughs> I'm just curious. I just wanted to know what you guys thought. That's why I said stow the don't care, because I I also don't care when I read this. Like, it's not on Wii U? Well, the... I mean, I get what you're saying. It, it's like, yeah, it was a GameCube thing. It was like the franchise thing almost back in the day, and... I, I I get what you're saying, but at the same time, what's popular, what's not popular. You know? yeah. I don't I don't buy Nint- Nintendo systems for third party games. I buy them for the games that Nintendo makes. You buy the you buy the exclusives. Uh, yeah. yeah, you buy the console, the Nintendo platform exclusives, and that that is exactly why I bought one. That's um, kind of what I do with all my consoles. I buy the exclusives, and then I buy everything else on my computer. <laughs> yeah, right? That's, that's how it works. The only difference is, is that a lot more of them are coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me let me ask you guys a question then. Have mm-hmm. you ever played Breach and Clear? No. No, but I, it, it, I believe it is in a bundle I bought, and I haven't downloaded it yet. <laughs> so it's this turn-based turn-based uh, tactical game about squads, and they're coming out with a new sequel. It's called uh, <clears throat> Breach and Clear. Dead line. Did you did you write the, the subtitle for this, Bob? I, I, I may. It sounds like something I would write, right? I mean, it's right in the... It's it's funny, because the, the article, the way it explains it, it's like, get it? Zombies? <laughs> dead line? Don't you see it? Huh? Get huh? it? Get it? They yeah. listen to the show. They know how popular it is. I, they either listen to the show or they have a sixth sense of humor, just like you, Bob. <laughs> so there's this there's this turn-based tactical style game where you play with squads. I watched a video on it of the original Breach and Clear, which apparently I think is available on iOS. Yep, that's where it began its life is on iOS. It looks pretty interesting, and now they're coming out with a sequel called Breach and Clear Dead Line. And um, it's all about zombies. And um, judging from these screenshots, it looks pretty interesting. Um, but the thing is, right now, there's no there's no phone, no portable access right now. It's all just going to be Windows and Mac and Linux. Hmm. This seems more like a game that, I, like, after watching the videos, that I would play on my, on my iPad, you know? Right. Well, from what I've heard uh, about the original Breach and Clear is that it was really popular for a while on phones. And then I believe at Christmas time they put it on Steam, and I think it sold a million times better on Steam than it ever did on iOS. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just put it out as a Steam release. Yeah, I mean it's probably like you said, Lou. If I had it in a humble bundle, I'd probably pick it up. But I don't know if I would just buy it solo. It's nineteen ninety nine or sixty thousand Canadian, whatever that equals up to. <laughs> Nineteen ninety nine. Uh, that's e- that seems a little high for me. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't look like a game I'd pay twenty bucks for. Nope. <sighs> Five. Yes. Twenty. No. Well. But I'm cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? Let's let's get into a little more news, and this time we're gonna break it with some uh, San Diego Comic Con news. And uh, we're going to start with The Walking Dead Escape. Now, they always this is, what, the third year they've done an escape from the San Diego? Um, second or third. Second or third. And uh, they get a bunch of people together. Like, you get in groups, and then um, they find a spot, and you have to go through this obstacle course and avoid zombies, live actor zombies and everything. There's a bunch of screenshots. Um, it looks like it was so much fun. They did it at the San Diego Stadium, the um, 
the I think were the what are the the Giants San Diego San Diego Giants is it a baseball uh, stadium? I'm not a sports guy, so you're talking to the wrong guy. <clears throat> I but think I think it, it is the just the it's San Francisco Giants. Oh uh, well, it's the San Diego Padres. I think it's the Padres. Yeah, Padres. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch baseball. What's baseball? So, anyway, you're in a stadium, and there's a ton of. Uh, walkers and zombies running around here and they do this whole thing where you have to escape now this article said uh, at the end if you make it through or when you make it through there's a little surprise at the end but they're not going to spoil it I think last year everyone went to like some sort of dance party or something didn't they Something. there, there was some kind of I think there was like a meet and greet with the cast or something if you made it through yeah this is this is awesome there's like there's live actors like playing zombies there's live actors playing people that are like you know also trying to survive and you see the pictures of people just running down crowded hallways with like zombies coming down behind them like i, I want to do this it looks like a lot yeah. of fun and you know like to be able to go through some and then this is sponsored by amc correct yes yeah so that, i mean that's pretty cool to have that sort of like name power and money behind it unlike a lot of and i'm i'm sorry to throw the others under the bus but you kind of see the other like run from zombies events and yeah it's they're good and they're there and whatnot but and i'm not discounting them but it's really cool to get like an actual official experience from you know a company that makes t- this zombie tv show that we all love yeah, the run, there's, like, they got them inside the stadium, they got them outside with barricades and road cones and a fog machine. It looks so intense, like, I see people running downstairs, the zombie walking up the stairs, and they're, like, almost looks like they're backpedaling. Man, I want to do this. And then there's a guy in a cow suit. Okay. And the zombies look, like, they look really good compared to, like, some of the zombie stuff Very you see good. from the other zombie runs. Like, the other zombie runs are, are there, but... These look like they might even have been kind of like half, it's almost on par with stuff you'd see on the TV show. Like it looks pretty they, good. They, to be honest, they probably they this was this is a promotional stunt. Oh, yeah. of course. So I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't bring in special effects experts from oh. the the series to do the makeup. Can you yeah. imagine running through a stadium, though, like a baseball stadium? Like, just imagine the panic and chaos that would be going through your head because it's such a big area, but it's so – some of these back areas and down these hallways can be so intense and lots of stairs and people. Like, can you imagine that? Oh. I've been through crowded <clears throat> mall hallways and in bomb threats. I, I know what this is like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? We also had some comic book news for The Walking Dead. Um, a, a couple things we're going to quickly run down here. Um, they they had a panel on the comic book, and uh, from what I have here is, have you ever noticed the word zombies is never used in the series? And Kirkman apparently is toying with the idea of letting the Z word slip in the future. Lou, how do you feel about that? I think that's a bad idea. doesn't make much sense, does it? They've gone... How many years now yeah. without using it? Why start I think, now? Why start now? It really, I think it, if they do, it's. I think it's a really, really bad idea. Yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me. Like, if zombies were a thing in this world, it would have been mentioned right off the bat. So, like, how do they slip it in? Like, someone just makes it up. It's like that scene from <laughs> Hitchhikers of the Galaxy, yeah. as like the whales falling, and it's like, what are these things? They're like. 
they're so slow. Zom, and there's bees over zombies. Oh, that worked great. I'll call them zombies. <laughs> I don't know. It's just hard to to fathom, and I, I guess maybe that's why he's still toying with it. He's just like, how do I put it in there now? The other interesting thing too is it says here Kirkman doesn't do drugs or alcohol, so he never thinks about it, and thus none of the characters are addicted to substances. But we've seen in the show, we got a character that is addicted to a substance. Yes, that's a good point. And that, Boozy McGee. Yeah, but Boozy McGee kicks that in like three episodes, well, which is impressive. It, it is. It's very impressive. But they also they explore it a little bit, and and you definitely see it on his character. Uh, in the fir- those those first three episodes, and uh, I don't know. I think I, I think you're kind of like at the point with, when it comes to drugs or alcohol. Alcohol a little different. Like that's a little easier to do. Yeah. A year after the apocalypse, but drugs, like, that's a little different. Like if someone's so addicted to drugs that if they're not able to kick the habit, they're dead they're in the dead. first three months. Yeah. You know. So that's why I think you know Kirkman can kind of get away with that. But alcohol is a little different. Like alcohol is still around. My other favorite is is apparently one of the other questions he's been asked is what made the zombies, and he said that's completely irrelevant and unimportant to the story. And I want to say, well, that's why in the first season of the show you explained what made the zombies. Did he? <laughs> yeah, it's a virus. Oh well. <clears throat> well, he. I think he means more or less like what started the virus. Yeah, and like, how it got came around. Right. But I see your point. Like, uh, and and he's already said that like he's he's got. A rough idea, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to share it because it's not perfect. And I mean, it never will be perfect. Therefore, he probably won't reveal it. Like the yeah. mystery on its own is much more interesting than any sort of like eh, monkey virus that just you know. Did you ever see Planet of the Apes? That was it. It's an outbreak. So I'll skip the spoilery ones in case you guys are reading the comic books or just started. But um, the the interesting thing is is um. A, the story has been plotted out for the next five years, which is crazy. And uh, B, when they asked him if there's a spinoff series for The Walking Dead, Kirkman said not to expect any announcements about that at the convention, but news would be coming soon. Nice. Maybe we get... <clears throat> That's pretty cool. You know what would be really cool if they did with this spinoff? Something similar that they're doing with the Marvel Universe and um, the Agent Carter series that they're going to have play during the mid-season break of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where during that mid-season hiatus from uh, November to February, they have this spinoff show. So you've got Walking Dead on from October to April, like all your, like three quarters of the year. And that's what they're doing with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where they'll have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. play up until November, then they're going to have eight episodes of Agents of Carter, which is like a supporting series. Yeah. And it'd be really cool to see Walking Dead do this. I'd much prefer them to do it the opposite way, where they have the spinoff during the summer. Um, I think that'd be really neat. Yeah. And be- because I, I don't see them pitting it against each other. Like, they're not going to pull, like, an office slash Parks of Recreation where they have... Like, and I don't see them the doing way. it back to back either. Because I think they'd be afraid that if they do... Walking Dead and then spin-off show right after. Yeah. That they would kill their momentum. Yeah, you I I don't think I don't think it would be smart of them to have like a 2-hour block on AMC on a Sunday for two Walking Dead shows. I think they they definitely uh they definitely split it up. Um hopefully well, they don't like 
take a break from the main series to do the spinoff and like maybe alternate years. That would be. Kind I don't of think weird. they will do that. I don't think they would either. But that that's they something can't. we've never seen. Well, they, they, they well could. they can't because the baby has to grow. <laughs> Yeah. And if they take a year off, what was a one-year-old becomes uh, a two- or three-year-old really quick. Oh, yeah. that's implying that they use the same baby. <laughs> and a lot of those well, shows, like how many like how, how many of those twins did they go through in Full House before they were fully grown? But no, I get your point. You don't want like a Michael uh, problem from Lost where like after your first year, the show progresses by weeks every season. But yeah. in real life, he's like... 18 at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the series well the other thing too is for fans of the of the tv show is the uh the trailer hmm. was shown and we all got to watch it i don't think we talked about it yet on the show but i know we've all watched it yeah it kind of it kind of got released um right after well we missed an episode and then we had our commentary so yeah. it hasn't been out for a while and i'm sure people have had a chance to see it and digest it the and... one thing that i find really interesting about it is that it pretty much shows that for a little while these people all kind of work together. Yeah. Like it almost seems like this train cart thing that we're all worried about how they're going to get out of it, it's been solved already, you know? Yeah, I feel like um, this trailer, uh, it's not necessarily cutting the tension of the season because the tension appears to be them having like this unstable alliance. Like we were worried that like the first couple episodes would be like, are they going to get out of the crate? Are they not? But I'm sure in the first episodes, it's kind of like you're, you're out, but on, on odd terms, I don't know if Rick would be comfortable with people being eaten, but it sounds like they've sort of negotiated their freedom if they play along. Yeah, it, and it's it's weird because it's definitely very spoilerish. Like, because you, you'd think that they would very. hold off on like working with these people or anything, but it shows so much stuff. If you watch the trailer, like it shows a giant explosion of zombies. It shows them working with each other. It shows them tied up at one point, but then they're out in the street at another point. So we don't know exactly what happens. But at the same time, it's like, well, we know they got out of that train. <laughs> But I guess in the same sense, you can't really just put them in a train and try and show a trailer around it. Um, no, I, I think it'd be more spoilery for them to show how they got out and got to that point. I think what they're showing is just like the action bits of all like the first eight episodes. And I mean, if you were to go back and watch season four's trailer from Comic-Con, I'm yeah. sure you would see a lot Spoilers, of yeah. like the virus and the them traveling to the to that university or that veterinarian hospital or whatever, like more prisony stuff than some yeah. of the bigger stuff that was big was a big impact, which was the governor and um that stuff none of that stuff got hinted at in the trailer. Exactly. Yeah. So what so, we're seeing could all, might be just the first like two or three episodes. Yeah, it could be and we we don't know what happens after that. I mean the other thing they showed was uh Beth's story, so we know that she's not being eaten by anyone i thought that was pretty spoilery but i think she's so. been picked up by that priest dude father ezekiel is it gabriel gabriel so we ezekiel don't have a different character isn't he we don't have this in the notes but um i'll just run down this quickly for you guys sure at uh, san diego they announced a few things uh the premiere date will be sunday october 12th at 9 p.m sweet my time um the first six, ep- the first eight episodes will go without breaks, and then we'll go back into February like we do every year. I don't know why that's an announcement, but they announced it. 
Uh, Chandler Riggs, who plays Carl, is still eating pudding. Good. <laughs> He's still eating out of that giant can of pudding. Jeez. Uh, Father Gabriel has been confirmed. Um, that we talked a little bit a while ago about his this guy, the actor um, David Alpert or uh, Seth Gilliam or whatever his name is. He's playing Father Gabriel. They announced that. And he's from the comics, correct? Yep. And Scott. is he a good comic character? I will not spoil anything. No, I just not in the sense of his allegiance, but just is he a character to look forward to as someone who's read him in the comics? Are you looking forward to him being in the show? I'm very much looking forward to see how they portray him in the show. Good. We'll that's, say that. That's what I wanted to hear. Um, the theme for season five, um, they tease that you uh, you can or you f- you're going to find out if you can or cannot come back from the things you've done. Uh, they're going to see the story of Terminus, and we're going to see how it happens. So almost Good. maybe some flashback type of stuff. Some Gareth uh, episodes, mm-hmm. like similar to what we saw with the governor. Yeah, maybe maybe something similar, so, something interesting. Um, fans of the graphic novels will like the fact that Kirkman revealed that events from the comics will appear early in season five, and the season will end very close to the comics as well. So that's something to think about if you read the comics. That's kind of spoilery. Here's my favorite part. Rick's uncensored line from the end of season four will be on the Blu-ray. So the exact line from the comic book, instead of the, We're, they're screwing with the wrong people. What is the thing. comic? They're fucking? Yeah. Ah. Well, with the wrong people. Yeah, sorry, I should have finished that. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets to Terminus. Oh my god, they're fucking. Um, they also, they also, <laughs> what? <laughs> they also uh, revealed that there's, they said, get ready for some underwater scenes in season five. We saw that in the trailer. Yeah, Nicotero teased that they will come across a room that has been flooded and they'll encounter, encounter bloated walkers, which look disgusting. Yes, <laughs> very much so. Um, season five of The Walking Dead will definitely be taking viewers into the unknown, but will also bring fans back to some locations they'll recognize. That's definitely a teaser there. We don't know exactly what it is. Fans of what? The comic or the TV show, I wonder? That's what I'm saying. We don't know. Maybe we revisit... I don't know, Ryan. The prison or Woodbury or the farm or the CDC. No, not the CDC. That, that exploded. Yeah. And then finally, we've got a couple things here. Uh, if you're thinking maybe things change... They say, Farmer Rick is gone. Do not get your hopes up to see the Rick that Herschel tamed. Crazy Rick is back with a beard bushier than ever and his gun. Good. And last but not least, the mystery of Beth. Emily Kinney teased that her character, who is Beth, has gotten a lot stronger since viewers first met her, which will be important for her surviving in season five. So they they released a lot of info at Comic-Con. Yeah. I almost feel like the more popular this show gets, the more they feel they need to reveal prior to it coming back. Lou, do you really think it is too much? Yes. Do you think it's all, a lot of that suspense is gone now? Yes. Do you want to elaborate? Yes. <laughs> well, no, I mean... Oh, no, okay. Some of, this stuff is to, some of this stuff is to be expected. Right. We knew that Beth was going to show up, and we've gotten leaks about people that are going to be in the episode... But they're basically like, yep, so that rumor, confirmed. Yep. Right. So it is. There's, I think the first half of the season is going to be very not surprising at all. We're going so to get exactly think, what we yeah, think. So you think we're basically, we, we're going to be one of those like, you know those movies that show the best parts of the movie in the trailer? Mm-hmm. Yep. Are, you, are you worried that that's where we're heading right now? Like maybe yes. a little bit too much of like, yeah, I kind of yes. saw what was going to happen or I kind of understand this. 
Yeah, I feel like there isn't going to be any surprises for me. I don't know. I feel like if they showed this much, there's going to be way more intense stuff coming. <laughs> I, think- I want to hope so, but I-, I think they're just eager to keep people watching. True, and they gotta hype it up for comics. It's, it's the hype train that needs to be hyped more. But, but that's the issue I have: is that it's not it's not hyping it up for me. It's quelling my need for this show to be back next week. Like <laughs> now that I've seen all this, I'm like, yeah, I could wait until October. Now, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. exactly how I felt. Like I watched that trailer and I was all excited, and I was like, oh yeah, it's coming back in a few weeks. And I kind of know enough about the plot now that I'm not really like, oh, man, I can't wait for it to come back. I'm like, well, I know what's going to happen. Yeah, I kind of get that because now you're like, well, they got out of the cart. They work with the people from Terminus and Beth is in a weird place with a cop. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly my thought. Everything I questioned at the end of this show last season, I have an answer to. Exactly. Now, that's (laughs) not necessarily a bad thing. Like For me, I hate waiting for stuff. And the fact that now I don't have to like – sit there shaking in the fetal position wondering what's going to happen to Rick and the gang like I can kind of like look at that trailer and be like calm my fears and be like okay October 12th is around the corner this is this is wet my appetite I'm good and maybe maybe that's what AMC wants to do I don't know like but I really like the stuff they did maybe that is what they want to do but yeah last season their trailer made me go oh man I can't wait for the show to come back true oh I'm really excited and this made me go oh well, I'm really excited, but you've, they've given me enough of the plot where I'm not like, oh, man, I can't wait to see what happens. Like, oh, they got out of the trailer. Okay. Yeah, uh, true. Yeah. Oh, she's in the hospital with a – someone's holding her hostage. Yeah. Gotcha. She got bitch slapped. Uh, and I'm like, yeah. okay, that, I, 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 that, that, that suspenseful thing is gone. Um, what else is there? Oh, and they're going to let them out of the cage so that they can go look – for a cure okay I don't know where that's going but alright I guess <laughs> yeah you like, gotta I, get it though yeah. you know yeah. I, I really liked what AMC did with Breaking Bad and the way that they you know hyped you up for the next season I was always looking forward to the next season of Breaking Bad I yeah, loved what true. they did like leading up to each new season and um, they maybe it's the difference in producers like Vince Gilligan's probably more of a uh, you know, a wait and see kind of person to let you kind of wait, but I I dig that premise. It gets you excited, and that first episode is much more meaningful. And I feel like with Walking Dead back, it'll. I mean, we're still going to cover it on the show, and we'll do our normal stick. But I, I I agree with you, Lou. It's just it's it's kind of like great more Walking Dead. Can't wait. Well, like, no, I, I can't like, wait. I, I watch all mine the day after they premiere. Sure. And I will be definitely like coming home that Monday night after work and being like, all right, let's watch this. But I'm not like going to be waiting with bated breath anymore. Right. I'm like, okay, <clears throat> it's going to be cool. That's <laughs> enough for me. Yeah, I, I understand what you guys are saying. Let's, um, let's go ahead and end this, this news-heavy show yeah. with a weird, weird, weird weird news announcement sure yeah Sam Raimi is writing Evil Dead what he already did no the television show oh I just had a conversation with myself now okay I wonder is this hopefully this is more like the original movies and not the new ones because the new ones were not good for TV let's say that 
let's just think about this for a second. Sam Raimi gets up on stage, right, at Comic-Con. He's like, guys, I'm producing the Last of Us movie. And everyone's like, what? That's crazy. And he goes, wait, it gets better. <laughs> Is that also, what he sounds like? I'm also working on the Evil Dead television show. And everyone goes, I don't know about that. And then he goes, Bruce Campbell's going to be a part of it. And then everyone goes, woo! <laughs> As an apology for Spider-Man 3, (laughs) I bring you The Last of Us, also Evil Dead. Also Evil Dead. Uh, Is that how he sounds? I don't know. I just figured we'd cover the whole spectrum of TV producers. Lou, what do you think of an Evil Dead TV show? Lou, what's your impression of Sam Raimi? (laughs) I have no impression. Spot on. That was just spot on. (laughs) Sam Raimi, thank you for joining us on the... No, seriously, though... I'm more excited about The Last of Us adaptation and the fact that they might be talking to, um, what's her face? The actress who plays, uh, oh man, man. Arya. Let me, um, yeah, Arya Stark in The Game of Thrones. Which is a good character pick and a good casting, rather, but I gotta tell you, I played The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. I beat it. Mm-hmm. I'm content. I actually don't need a movie of it. I, I want feel a like movie. The, you know I, don't what? Get me, don't get me wrong, I think the movie will be. Okay, it'll be fun to watch, but at the same time, I'm content with the way the video game went. <laughs> I, I gotta agree with you. Um, I know that um, Naughty Dog also does the Uncharted games, and I know that they want to do a Uncharted yeah. movie. But an Uncharted movie does not need to follow the plot of any of the games, no. sure. because that character has been on many, many adventures. So they don't necessarily have to tell you the same story as right. a, as the it game. Could be, it could be completely new and, yeah. you know. Uh, the Uncharted movie of- will be like a, a random indie, uh, Indiana Jones that is, uh, adventure, you know, with, Pretty much. It's with all Nathan is Drake Jones. Yeah. and Ellie, or not Ellie, what's the woman's name? <laughs> Shoot. Ellie's from Last of Us. You're getting them confused. I, I know, but Naughty Dog seems to be the focus of of Sony's sort of movie making, uh, movie, video game type related business, and, and 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 I definitely think Last of Us will bring in an audience that the games sure. didn't get. Absolutely, yeah. But they can't change the story. No, they can't. And like, and if they do, it's gonna bug me because the well, game was so good, guys. I, I love that game. And if they ruin the movie and they they do something stupid then i'm gonna hate it and then if they follow the game exactly i'm gonna be like i already played this well see here here's where you 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 guys are are just assuming the worst i think i think you're gonna get the major story beats like you're gonna get your intro and we've all played it so we know we you know what i'm referencing you're gonna get your intro you're gonna get your intro later on worry about spoiling it we did a spoiler yeah we did a whole but i'm not gonna spoil it now because i you know i'm not gonna spoil it but you know you're gonna have your ending too but i think it's the meat in between like you're gonna have the same basic premise but it look at look at the walking dead the comic and the tv show you know I think you're going to get a similar adaptation here. You're going to get okay. the same sort of setup, but a different sort of stab at it. Well, you get the same beginning, you get the same end, but that middle juiciness is where you know you have. Yeah, the, there's going to be a whole play. lot less of having the to shoot juiciness. people. You're right, Lou, and that's the thing is that one of the things people hated about the game 
at least the the critics and the people that didn't like the game was that the gameplay was a little hit and miss and with uh with a movie adaptation it gives them the opportunity to explore um different types of story based on not having to tie gameplay to it now i get that and hopefully the movie works out well yeah. But oh, we're I think missing it, the, we're missing the real big point here is there's an Evil Dead TV show coming out. Uh, I don't know. Evil Dead. Evil Dead's great, I, but it would be interesting to see. Like, I hope what they do is it's like, here's my pitch, Raimi. You do. Um, why don't you play Raimi for this? Okay. You do a uh, Tales of the Crypt Creeper type uh-huh. ty- <laughs> type scenario where Bruce Campbell is the Crypt Keeper, mm. and it's like he tells a story set in. The Evil Dead universe, whether that is just that the wacky zombiness of it, um, that won't work. It, it, can't. it will work because it's going to work. It's going to be great. How, How else do you turn Evil Dead into a TV show? You have people going to the. Uh, there's no details on it. That's the thing. He pretty much he pretty much said Last of Us is becoming a movie, and everyone seriously went yay. And then he said also Evil Dead TV show, and then left. <laughs> he said, "Oh, and Bruce Campbell," and then he left. Oh. So it was basically like the Bioshock Vita announcement at the Sony. Yeah, pretty much. You're, you're just like, what? Okay. So we don't know what channel, what kind of fit, what kind of TV show, what's he going for here. But It might just be a pilot and that, you know, it may not even have a, a network He could right be now. lying about it. <laughs> and Well, I don't think he's, well, he's lying. Been, he's definitely he's paid been to saying say it. For, he's been saying for the last, like, 15 years yeah. that – if he got did enough, made enough money with Spider Man, he'd definitely do Evil Dead Four. Yeah. And it's like I I don't care anymore. Okay, so that being said, Lou, you you refuted my idea. What do you think an Evil Dead TV show would be? I think I have an idea. Well, I want to hear what I'll, Lou has to say. Wanna, I'll bail you out for you so you can think <laughs> for a minute, Lou, because Ryan put you right on a spot. Well, he threw me under the bus. Come on now. So I think you know what it could be. What? You want to know? What if it's different people going to the same cabin and different things happening? Uh, But Bruce Campbell is somehow involved with all of them. Well, Bruce Campbell isn't going to play Ash unless he plays like an older Ash telling the story. A guy that, that, you know. Which goes back to my Crypt Keeper idea. Come on. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) No. No. In in retrospect for your Crypt Keeper idea. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's what they do, but he could be the narrator of the show. Could it be. could be yeah. someone telling the story of what happened in the cabin. Sure. And it could be an older hero telling the story. So he could they could have somebody younger playing Ash mm-hmm. and Bruce Campbell telling the story as yeah, the person all old and withered. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's wow. a. That's I don't a think he's aged idea. that much, but. Well, he's not. Have, have, have you seen uh, Burn Notice lately? Yeah, that's true. He is kind of. He's let himself go a little bit. Well, okay, Mark Hamill pulled himself back for Star Wars. I mean, anything can happen for the right amount. Don't of get money. me wrong. I love Bruce. Yeah, Bruce is amazing. Yeah. But, but he definitely uh, he's put on a few pounds since he was the star of a, a movie. I like well, to think that's how Ash would progress after many years of killing zombies. Right. Yes. He's retired. Come on. Yeah. Get to let it go a little bit. Hawaiian shirts and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess just like, um, you know, the zombies, you know, the, the zombies, the Walking Dead comic book, we may never know what started this. Started what? You know what I do know, Ryan? What? 
I know you can go to slashloot.com and get an awesome Zombies Ain't My Podcast t-shirt. It's true. Guess how many sizes they have it in. Many, from uh, extra small to triple X. Billion. <laughs> and not the good movie kind. Whoa. Yeah, no, guys, seriously, Zombies Ain't My Podcast t-shirt available in all sorts of sizes, all the way from toddlers to youth to, I'm not kidding here, 5XL. They got me covered with that, 5XL. I don't think you wear five. <laughs> so the best part is, too, three different flavors. You have your ash gray, your white, or your black. Ryan, what color is your shirt? It's black. And it looks great. It looks amazing. And it's got a fabulous artwork design. So, guys, go ahead and order your shirt. Nineteen ninety-five ships within two weeks. And support the, the show. show. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's great when you guys support the show. Ryan, tell them how they can support the show. Well, you can also support the show by going to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Sending us email, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, plus one us on Google+, and subscribe on the YouTubes. You can find all of that information on our website. Also, if you want to follow the hosts individually, I'm at R. Murphy, Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob is at Bobbert. F. That's me. Yeah. Quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork as mentioned by Bob. You can find more of his great stuff at joelduggan.com. A.com. Also, don't forget, guys, I need your help uh, via the Twitterverse or via um, emails or Facebook pages. I don't know what to call this new this new place. Is it going to be the Zamp Fortress or the Zamp Command Center? Mm. Um, give me your feedback. Let me know what you think we should call it. Maybe I'll once I get everything unpacked, I'll start sending some pics up, and we can kind of go from there. But for now, we're in limbo. Do we're you have limbo, more than one monitor? Um, what do you mean? Well, do you have more than one monitor on your desk? Serious question. I have well. This desk only has one monitor. Well, there's then I don't desk. know if you can call it a command center, Bob. Well, there's a desk like five feet away from me that has two monitors on it. So there's technically three in this room. Well, and I think we're back to being able to call it a command center. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> let us know what you think. I'm glad we solved that. Guys. Well, I wanted to make sure because we would have got tons of those questions. Oh yeah, absolutely. Also, guys, don't forget to write in, and uh, we need we need some ask the busy zombie lords. Right. You guys need to fire Lou your questions. I love hearing his responses and your questions, especially when they're bowel movement related <laughs> they're always bowel related <laughs> i know it's great it's really people want to know though come on like yeah we gotta know uh, yeah the, I, i'm make a little more interesting i'm tired of talking about poop how can you be tired talking about poop lou poop speaking i ain't poop. got nothing speaking of poop i'm pooped oh well, me too <laughs> all right well you know what for me for ryan for lou for that zombie taking a poop over in the corner <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be back. Maybe. Kind of sucks that we didn't get any acid. zombie lords. Good thing I got one of these. Incoming bad zombie joke. Uh oh. <laughs> hey, uh. Hey, Lou. L- Lou. Yes. Do you hear what they say about German zombies? No. They're the worst. What? Brothers. Oh, oh, yeah. It's sad that I got it as soon as you said it. Don't get your trick. No. I say, Cage Kringle, don't get your tinsel in a tangle, Cage Kringle. Do the shotgun one.
Ho. 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 I don't get it. How does he cock the gun once and shoot it three times? Is that how shotguns work? Uh, is, is there cocks? You know Ready right to start. <laughs> Play it down and slow it down so we can hear you. Put it in slow-mo. How about... Uh... Hi.